Look, it's Disneyland. Greetings, fellow citizens of Disneyland. Emergency recording of Disneyland for Designers. We had a whole other episode scheduled to go out for you uh, on this Wednesday. And uh, we just had to jump in and record this because Philander is back on the show. I am back. Not like he ever left. <laughs> I'm attached to this microphone. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what your schedule looks like in the next couple of weeks. I will always make time for you. Bring. I'll have the best stories to tell when I get back. <laughs> you can't tell those stories. Well, yeah, that's true. Get I'm, out of but here. I'm going to at least give you the. I'm going to give you the feeling of being back. Here's a Philander story. Once he's back working in the park. So there was this guy in a situation, and we did something. Well, that's fascinating, Philander. <laughs> what am I supposed to do with the rest of the hour? If I'm working that first day, I'm going to have a story to tell. <laughs> yeah, you are. Because I'm going to position myself on Main Street to watch those people come in. I hope you're the person that has to kick me out for jumping the fence. <laughs> you going to bring your ladder? Like oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, this is a thing that people do. This is historical. This is a Disneyland reenactment society. My great-grandfather was the one that did that. <laughs> Bricky's been jumping this fence for a long time. It's a Bricky tradition. All right, so let's jump in. Today's show, I'm just going to give everybody a heads up. It's going to be a little bit shorter. It's it's a bit on the fly, but don't worry. Club 1313 members do appreciate you. We'll still have some bonus content. Let's just start right in here. Last Friday, mm-hmm. I wrapped up my live stream. I was doing a Zoom call with 13 members. We're hanging out. We're maybe five minutes into this Zoom call. Wow. And I just get bing. I get that notification that OC Register was the first publication that my computer latched onto their RSS feed. And... Uh, that April 1st reopen of theme parks came out. Mm-hmm. Now, I have trained myself as I've spent the last year really diving into covering the Disney news. I trained myself to say, okay, ignore the headline, read it for. Same here. <laughs> yes. Ignore the headline, comb through for the details, then write your own headline in your, in your mind's eye, right? There you go. So, April 1st. Intelligent folks were mm-hmm. quickly able to decipher that's when the party begins. Yes. Not when the gates magically <laughs> open back up. Wow, it's here. I can't believe it. Ta-da. <laughs> On April Fool's Day, too. I know. I mean, just like, well, they're going to have to make people leave DCA early that day because the food <laughs> festival people are coming in after hours. So, But let's just sit here. I've documented you know, publicly how I reacted to april 1st and then Mm -hmm. i did a video that we're going to get into talking about (laughs) what was your initial reaction on last friday when that came through um really just progress i think that was it like you um it's been a long time and there's been so many little sparks of hope here and there but and nothing to do necessarily with the Disneyland Resort, but just right. with the state, you know, right. about what you can do, what you can't do. Because I remember for a long time, we were just flat out excited to get guidelines. Then they came, and they were super depressing. Um, and so, like, this now, I'm just like, progress. And that was it. Like, I'm not allowing myself right. to put, to, like, really reach out and grab that. Because we already technically had a date last year, and that was exciting at a time. And then... It didn't pan out. Well, you bring up two topics that I would like to to talk about real quick. Mm -hmm. When last summer's false opening happened, Mm -hmm. I went live that afternoon over on YouTube to just be like, hey, the news just dropped. You know, we're going to be back in. 
And in that video, I never said specifically that it wouldn't happen, mm-hmm. but you could see that I had a lot of apprehension in my voice, and I yeah. kept saying, it seems really crazy to me, but we'll see. I kept yeah. saying, we'll see, we'll see. It was a tough time that month. It was, and, <clears throat> and you know, obviously we all know now that that date didn't happen, it didn't mature, mm-hmm. but there was something kind of interesting about this April 1st date where you're like, okay... We've kind of been here before, right? Like, mm-hmm. we've seen kind of the California guidelines, like, go whichever way is convenient for them to go, yeah. for lack of better terms. And so, back last summer, when that false announcement came, like, I never really bought into that. Yeah. Like, it just didn't <laughs> seem real in Newsflash. It wasn't. Yeah. But then later on in October, you remember in September there was like that fever pitch. Like everybody was seeing something that was saying any day now, any day mm-hmm. now. And then when those guidelines finally came out, I mean, uh, it looks as if Iger said, I'm out, I'm yeah. done, and went his own way. Mm-hmm. But I had said back on those news videos, I said, guys, these opening guidelines, they're impossible for a reason. Yeah, They want theme parks to just go away. They were already looking down the road and saying, October, people like to party for Halloween and stuff. Mm-hmm. November, people are going to get together no matter what we tell them. December, people are going to get together for Hanukkah. They're going to get together for you know the holidays. It, no matter what we do, New Year's, people are going to get together. It's going to get bad. Best thing we could do is just take sports, yep. entertainment, and just throw it out the window. It's quote-unquote non-essential, not important. We'll get by without it. We'll, and I said... We'll make it up to these people down the road. Yeah, almost like they knew, like, well, we make we make and change the rules. I, we could very easily roll this back when mm-hmm. we feel right. So right now we're going to do this thing to have everyone stop talking about it because seeing where we could open in that very tough yellow prior just means, well, let's just stop. There's nothing to talk about anymore because we cannot did. meet those. And it, it did. did. We all stopped. People just said, well... That's that's it, and mm-hmm. I watched all the views go away on YouTube <laughs> that I had been surfing. Yeah. But it really did. It squashed it, and it made it go away. And mm-hmm. I had always thought at some point when they're ready, they're just going to turn the spigot back on. Yeah. They'll just turn the faucet back mm-hmm. on. They'll reopen it, and they'll let it happen. And more or less, that's what we saw last Friday. But I have to say that I was absolutely shocked for Bob Chapik on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To say end of April. Now, here's the thing. This is where you got to be uh-huh. looking at headlines, yep. right? Yep. Everybody right now is saying, you know, because I put up a video that said park will not reopen in April. <laughs> People that have. Hey, it's almost March 14th. <laughs> <laughs> People that have never commented on a video before. Mm-hmm. People that I don't even know know who I am have just showed up and be like, oh, foot and mouth. You know, like, <laughs> it's opening in April, in case I didn't know. I, I know yeah. that it's opening in April, but let's just break this down real quick. The headline that everybody's latching on to was, Disneyland's reopening April 1st. Yeah. Now, the new headline, less than five days later, is Disneyland's opening end of April. If you comb through the details, we're hopeful. We're hopeful. That we can get back around the end of April. Which in the world of business means last week in April, possibly the first week Mm -hmm. in May, second week in May. Like, I have a feeling, and you say whatever you feel comfortable saying. Mm -hmm. You're an employee of the company. I have a feeling that Bob Chapik is trying to project positivity. Yes. I have a feeling that he is trying to project to the state of California that this is a train that you put back on the tracks. Mm -hmm. And it is running, and it's running hard. Yeah. Because as I digested... Why would he do this? 
Because it really makes no sense to announce this before Touch of Disney opens the gates. Yeah. Like in a regular world, you would not do your media rollout this way. But then I thought about this, and if you can comment on it, I'd love for you to. And if not, we can mm-hmm. move on to the next thing. I almost feel like the idea is let's open as down and dirty and as fast as we can, but still be in Disneyland, still having our quality, still having our safety. Mm-hmm. But let's just go, all systems go, and get that gate open. Because once we're open, it's going to be really, really hard for them to close it again. But if we wait too long mm-hmm. and things go to the left or to the right, <laughs> yeah. end of April might be like, let's try again in the fall, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I know you're probably tongue-tied here, well, no, but it, that doesn't it, seem crazy. It feels right. I mean, and again, I think it's like uh, Josh Demaro said, you know, we've been ready. We've been ready to do this safely. Yeah. I think we know what we can do because the other parks have been doing it. So to them, it's not like really a... Um, I think it's easy to be that confident because we're basing it off of what we've achieved at the other resorts sure, thus far. Sure. So I think it's it's not, it's easy for um, Bob Chapik to say late April because he's working off of like essentially a, a storybook that's already been written. Right. So he's able to make these statements knowing what has come prior. I think that's a much harder statement when you're the first out the gate. Right. But after Shanghai and Tokyo and Paris and Hong Kong, like literally everybody but us. The path to the finish line seems a lot more clear now than it could have, you know, when it was July 17th. And I think at that point, Shanghai was the only one open. Right. And they have a much different operation with the, only the single park, the much wider spaces, the lot less attractions that they they was they were like the first out. And, and also a country <clears throat> that was further yeah, through the cycle further. of coronavirus because, you know, the way that they had got mm-hmm. in wave one and they were more on a wave two or wave three, whereas we were still just kind of. It was still building over here. And you're right, because Disneyland was going to open up on July 17th. Yep. World opened up on the 10th. Mm-hmm. So there was really no template to follow. And as you and I both know, that since that closure, they've gone through the parks. The plexiglass is up. Like, They're ready. The park is built for people. Mm-hmm. The reason why I kept thinking middle of May seemed like earliest mm-hmm. is just because we do have something that none of the other parks have had to deal with. Mm. We've gone a solid year yeah. of being closed, which means so many licenses and permits, operator permits, licensing, training. Like there are so many things that have now, like everything has lapsed. Yep. So they're at a complete employee deficit of everybody that comes back, not only needs to be recertified, but every employee needs to be trained to do a whole different version of their mm-hmm. job. A job they haven't done in 12 months. All of you haven't done it. <laughs> yeah, like even with like I know the state, but even Disneyland, you lose your knowledge for things after six months. Yeah, like it just dis- like it disappears. They will act like you had never done it before, and you got to come back. You're new, mm-hmm. whether that was um, you know you went out for an injury or you were on extended leave due to whatever the course was. Six months, you have to relearn Space Mountain again. We're not going to let you pick up a shift on Monday and come in assuming that you like know how to dispatch and unload that attraction. So we're brand new. But yeah, after the year, oh. That is just like, woo, left. So when you heard that today, mm-hmm. this is what I did to Philander on Friday. <laughs> I sent him a text message that goes, hey, I'm an old friend you haven't talked to in 10 years, and I don't even live in the state, but that place where you work at, did you know that they're reopening on April 1st? Just because I know that you just get bombarded when this happens, but mm-hmm. this afternoon when Bob Chapik said that, what was your like just gut instinct reaction to that? Uh, because it came from his mouth, 
that was I think that's the closest I've been mentally to it um, in a long time because and that the fact that he did it at an investor's as opposed to just kind of like uh, potentially shooting off the hip or something like that. If it had been anyone potentially lower than JD um, saying it, I would have been like, uh, but the fact that he he himself said it the top of the heap and then also at investors thing to the people that are probably the the people that need to know this first or more than anyone else, including myself, they are that that's that gave me the act the active like okay here we go and I remember even my wife was like oh wow we're it's we're we're getting back we're going back to normal um, and that was the I, that's for sure was like me now like I'm imagining getting out of the routine I have now that I've developed over a year and thinking about going back to work now for the first time and I haven't really thought about that since July because even when we were talking about the guidelines coming. I still didn't know what they would be. And that was nothing about a date or any type of timeline like, oh, spring, summer. You know, the fact that he gave us late April, like that's very specific. Not like we hope to reopen sometime uh, before summer's out because that's still like a very. Kenny P. Rocks mm -hmm. said we look forward to being back this spring. This spring. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I guess technically uh, into April is the spring. spring. (laughs) (laughs) But it just, I don't know. I mean, it's. if we count this week as a full week, mm-hmm. we could be at seven or eight weeks. But if we're realistic, we're more at like six and a half, yeah. seven and a half weeks, depending on their definition of late April. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like because he said it to investors, hell or high water, they'll make that date? Or do you feel like there's flexibility where it could slide a little bit one way or the other? Um, I think there'll be flexibility because I, th- I don't think we, as you know, we don't do, we, we attempt to do nothing too rush like there's right. a lot of heavy thought process that goes into everything i think that's one of the things we're really good at even if um you know things don't go wrong or things we don't anticipate happen which right. do because that is people and that is the world i think um it's it's a very i think the, he he is obviously privy to a lot more to see like the way that the park is laid out you know it's different for us to speculate about you know this or that but knowing the way the park is them having already kind of i'm sure spoken about what it's going to take to train and bring everybody back you know him saying that is coming out of the person's mouth who would know the absolute most right because there's nobody that knows more than him yeah like he will know everything like there's a reason like him and jd they i'm they they're meetings on top of meetings about all these things and they essentially are waiting for the state so but not just necessarily waiting because disneyland is always looking for the next thing like preparing themselves i'm sure they've prepped stuff in advance for when that ball drops yeah now we know because they're not going to bring us back until like you said the tracks have been laid right otherwise it's just paying us to be sitting around but we can prepare everything else so that the last thing that we have to do the absolute last thing is get the cast back in the train i have to say that you know i went to the park today at uh i met jared there at 11 Mm a.m got to see jared for the first time in a year uh, got to see what a reunion. Got to see <laughs> sweet, sweet, nervous Jared at Disneyland. It was his first <laughs> visit. I've never seen anybody walk through the park faster. <laughs> like I was live, I was dying. I'm like, dude, you know, the first time I came here, I like stopped and like, hello, old bench, <laughs> hello, old tree. He <clears throat> speed walked that thing, mm-hmm. you know. And he's like, dude, he's like, it's this is my first time back out in public, man. Ooh. And unfortunately for Jared. It was so busy at the resort today. Of course. We got the last week of the discount. We've got the last week of free DCA. Mm -hmm. 
weather was just in that perfect zone, not too hot, not too chilly. And I felt bad because you know how Disneyland is. Dude, go on this time. It's never busy. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Looks like Christmas somehow, <laughs> right? I think people need to just – that was like a thing. I always laughed when people would say, you know, oh, like it got to the point where we were always surprised when it was slow back then as opposed to you just go in with the assumption that this place is going to be popping. Right. Like all the time. Um, how long did you guys stay? Well, I stayed until <laughs> 6. Jared was out at a at a, at a cool 12.30. Nice clip. 90-minute oh, lap. Did it. And, um, hey, I'll give the kid credit. Wearing a hat and three masks, people could recognize him oh, just by just his eyes. eyes. Yeah, yeah. My I goodness. Mean, he was standing right in front of Wonder Ground. He's like, I got to stand someplace else because he's a little bit gun shy. People are like, hey, can I get a pick? And he's just like, yeah. uh, uh. And people are like, are you doing a signing? He's like, no. no, 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 no. <laughs> it's like anytime he's he's not allowed to enjoy it just as a, a fan. He's no. here for a signing. Oh, always. <laughs> always putting that kid to work. But um, it was really, really busy. And it was one of the few days, like normally you show up to the park mm-hmm. at whatever time. And if you're there all day, the park looks that way until your next visit. Yep. Today, things were changing on the fly, man. Mm-hmm. I saw uh, the Backlot Premiere Shop, Studio 17. That was open. It wasn't by the evening. <laughs> uh, the stairs that you can take from the tram walkway down to World of Disney, that was open earlier in the day. Mm-hmm. It got closed. Like Just you know, roping things off, redirecting people, just the whole people flow. Like, yep. It is so rare for them to change anything mid-operation of a day, mm-hmm. those decisions were like, hey, you know, this didn't work today. We're going to do it differently tomorrow. Man, they were just on the go in a ton of CMs, you know, some in plain clothes, some in, in uniforms, mm-hmm. just a ton of them moving, coming and going. Like a lot of troops on the ground. You could see a lot of movement. I was looking everywhere. I'm like, I've seen JD in the park, mm-hmm. you know. Chapik, I'm not saying hi to him. He's he's too big for me. And Iger, you know, <laughs> that's a Disney Plus guy. But I'm looking for Plus Kenny. Guy. I'm looking for Kenny looking P. Rocks. Kenny P. Rocks. I'm looking for him that's out sweet, there. Sweet, sweet poetry. Yeah, on the streets. But hey, <laughs> you write a paragraph. I'll tell the world what you mean. It's like when you write that, I feel you speaking to me directly. <laughs> so you would say Chapik is top dog. He knows more than anybody. He's projecting positivity, but. There, there is a little bit of flexibility in that. Yeah, there's so, wiggle room in there for okay, sure. Like okay. I, that because the thing that I've always been waiting for, why I had to even, why I've told so many people, like when the state said April first, and we said like they they announced when uh, Ratatouille, Remy's advent, you know, Remy's Adventures opening, like a hard October first, we're doing this. Like that is the thing, the Disney Parks blog, right. Twitter page, right. we're opening. May, April, such and such. That is the thing that needs. That's the that's the the light switch turning on. Anything other than that is just because when they put that day down, that's a day we're hitting. You're right. You're right. Because once once that like official press release mm-hmm. comes out that we're Touch of Disney opens on Thursday, mm-hmm. March fifteenth, or, or sorry, March eighteenth, they always hit that date. Yeah. But we have been told before. This land's coming mm-hmm. this month. Yeah, coming soon. This yeah. right. You know, we think that. Yeah, you're right. You're right. There, there is normally that can kind of move a little bit. And I think largely, the investors just wanted to know what pace are we working yeah. at here? Because if he would have said, you know, we want to wait till we get to the higher tiers, so we could be more mm-hmm. profitable. We're looking at July. Then they would have understood that. Yeah. 
but the fact that he said end of April, that made everybody go, oh, they're they're pushing the ball hard. Mm-hmm. They're they're looking to get in there. That was like us uh, when we told when Disney Plus told everybody WandaVision was premiering in December. Came a couple weeks later in January. Yeah, yeah. we'll get there. <laughs> and it's like, oh, well, what's two weeks? Well, that's, that's the thing. Somebody asked Iger today for like, what do you think about Disneyland reopening end of April? And he goes, look, man, I'm in the middle of ten Marvel projects. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I don't know. I'm making sure you have something to watch <laughs> to every watch Friday. While you're at home. I have something to watch every Friday. <laughs> Get me out of this conversation. Don't you know that I stepped down? Mm-hmm. But yeah, we don't go back on those like set dates. No, like, the hard that's, date, yeah, that's, that's set. set yeah, because now the media has taken that. And if we go back on that at that point, that's a much bigger. Right. Oh, no, we got to take a step back. Even with Star Wars, where they were almost like waiting out kind of rise or what's this going to be like? We're like, boom, this day in May, we're coming, you know, and that's it. And you're right. When we look at Rise as an example, there was a cloak of mystery. Will it hit before the holidays? Mm-hmm. Will it not? Like, people were really, you know, World, we got Batu first, yep. but then World got Rise, Rise first. first. So it was a little bit of, you know, show and tell for the other part. Mm-hmm. So this is what I feel really bad for. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, I bought five tickets. Mm-hmm. I'm in to go. I'm excited for next Thursday. But Touch of Disney all of a sudden feels so insignificant. Uh, where it's dropped off now. And mm-hmm. I, I feel bad because, you know, Touch of Disney will be a once in a park lifetime yeah. visit. May never happen again. They have, I hope not. They have, <laughs> they have little uh, cafe tables all down the the trail, you know, where we have to stop in Grizzly Peak. Oh, like heading to the Grand. Yeah. yeah. We mm-hmm. have to stop there at the airplane. But they now have little two tops going all along the outside edge. And that area at night mm-hmm. is beautiful. I'm like, that's where I'll be sitting. Be able to <laughs> sit right there uh-huh. and have a little something to eat with those lights hanging overhead, feeling like you're somehow way further up north in California <laughs> than you are. Ricky, do you think they'll run the grizzly water? Uh, <laughs> Dude, they didn't even have the waterfall on today. <laughs> it's like, no, because running that water costs extra money, so I don't think it'll be ready. No, the water, they're like, free DCA, you don't get any water today. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've had people on my video say, you know, do you think that they'll ride the, they'll run the attractions? Or do you think that they'll have CMs, like, testing them out? And I just said, this ticket price was built yep. on a certain set of offerings. Mm-hmm. They are not adding anything to that. And I also said, could you imagine if the rides were cycling? How much confusion that would create? Oh my God! People would queue up. Mm-hmm. What do you mean they get the right? Well, those are just people that are testing. It. Well, we want to test it. Like, yeah, the juice wouldn't be worth the squeeze. Way more heartache on that. But I feel bad because in any other universe, Touch of Disney would have been a really fun, magical five weeks. Mm-hmm. You know that they've cooked up something fun for everybody. Yep. Like you know, we talked about before, like characters in interesting places, different foods, a whole different vibe, you know, a way to experience the park you never will. And now it's just like touch a what? <laughs> now everyone's like, late April, late April. Give me all Disney. <laughs> Give me all Disney. I'm hoping when people first get in there, they that feel that like thought doesn't hit them. Like they will come in because I think looking at it now on the outside, it's got that feeling, but I hope when they first get to walk back to Cars Land and the right. pier that that feeling just washes over you and you get back to the space, you know, and it's fun. I think even more so for you and individuals who just appreciate the park, you know, and its design and layout, because it, to you, it was never about the attractions. Don't ever turn them on. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, forget it. I'll need to ride it again. No rise resistance. One more time, Ricky. 
Nah. nah I, I mean, is it. it is it with you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't need. I don't want to do a boarding pass anymore. Do you, do, do you have a tour that? Do you have a tour of five? Exclusively that has does one that. more. One more seat to fill. But yeah, I think um, they'll get to appreciate it as it is, and I like it because it's going to allow people to enjoy the park as is. Like I love yeah. people. Especially people that are watching your videos, exploring Buena Vista Street, which is nice. Like looking at things that they never noticed before. When you're top trying to top ten balconies, <laughs> top <laughs> ten balconies, or the guy you point out at the top of the building in Hollywoodland. Oh, I love that guy! <laughs> I love that guy. And uh, was it Flushings? Oh, who dude. knew there was a Chinese restaurant, dude? <laughs> if they open, Flushings. if they do a sneak preview of Flushings, <laughs> it's Flushings. Flushings. If they do a sneak preview of Flushings <laughs> during touch. People are going to go nuts. Yeah. People are going to go nuts. It's like I was surprised to not see it in the uh, list of table service restaurants. That I know. I know. They have that egg drop soup that people love so much. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't see it in there. No, I, I hope that Touch of Disney can rebound from this moment of time. Mm-hmm. And I, I do think that people that go there mm-hmm. are, are going to really like, oh, it feels so good to be back in. Yes. But just... You know, at first it was the April 1st, which people could easily like roll their eyes at. Mm-hmm. But that end of April, I mean, it just, it's going to feel yeah. like not what it would have been yes. if everything would have just been off a little bit. And, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to sound like I don't want Disneyland to reopen because I absolutely do. Am I stressed out about a reopening? Absolutely. It's <laughs> so stressful. We're going to get to that in a minute. But, you know, I have a marketing mind, I have a design mind, mm-hmm. and I, I love. For things to have chapters to them. Yes. And I really feel like the touch of Disney chapter is is getting sped through. Um, and maybe the free DCA chapter mm-hmm. got written a little bit too long. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, yeah. it's an interesting timeline. But um, when we get that other date, right? Yes. The next time. The big date. The Bob, date that will shake the internet, literally. The next, <laughs> the next time that Bob drops that, we're going to be gunning to get tickets and you have nothing to worry about i do not i have (laughs) have everything to worry about about. and so you know you didn't have to buy well you did buy tickets to touch of disney i did because i it's something uh my wife was really excited she obviously spends considerably less time in the parks than you and i do so that sounded that sounded and then when we very rarely get to go alone so we planned out a thing to go together without you know my my daughter is going to be with my sister so it doesn't seem like it's a child's event (laughs) no but you know what wherever my camera's at two kids will fall from the sky (laughs) and start hitting each other over the head with a bubble wand (laughs) (laughs) I, i saw that today too um no, that would confuse the hell out of my daughter. Like, I could not do that justice to her. Like, she would be asking, can I ride Mermaid? Can I get on Mater? Like, you know, I've, she wouldn't get it. I've heard good parents mm-hmm. when we're walking up to get in. Because, you know, you can't pass people on the way in. Mm-hmm. So if you get in front of a mom and her two kids, you're just going at kid speed to yeah. get to. And I heard mom say, now, you remember what we talked about? Mm-hmm. And this little girl's like, there's no wides open. I was like, oh, my God, that's breaking my heart. Yeah. And I hate kids. And that's breaking my heart. <laughs> I, I, I despise children. <laughs> <laughs> but that really broke my heart. For a second, I felt bad for her. Then I said, you know what? Then, then the heart went back to two sizes <laughs> too small. <laughs> <laughs> oh, heartburn. <laughs> it's like, oh, what is that with that feeling of love for us more? Um, when I when I brought my daughter to Buena Vista Street, she doesn't know so- she has n- never done Soren. To, so to that is just a building to her. But when we walked by Monsters, uh, oh. that kind of like triggered a bit. Like, oh, can we do that ride? And I had to explain to her that it wasn't open. Young man. <laughs> 
We are shut down. <laughs> We're not open today. Try late April. <laughs> We're waiting. We're waiting for Bob. <laughs> Bob said, "Late April, April. <laughs> better stick to yeah, it." Check back, man. Kenny thinks he's crazy. <laughs> but no, that that ticketing, it's gonna be wild. It's gonna be wild, and I think it the the biggest thing is going to be getting people adjusted to a Disneyland that they can't breeze themselves into anymore. That's what? the heart. I know. What? And and I don't and I don't blame people. That's that's an, that's it's going to be a thing. It, it's people had gotten so because the parks hit capacity a few times a year, but nothing that anyone actively had to worry about because right. those time periods were always December, usually December. Every once in a while, maybe in May or whatnot, but it was always in the month of December. And otherwise, oh man, uh, I'm sitting at home. Let's uh, hey, let's head down to the park. You know, let's just do a lap or let's get some dinner, and that was it. But we're coming up on a time when that's not going to be nearly as 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 easy to do not even close and it's going to take um take time for people to get used to that and that's going to be hard on a lot of people especially the ones that live like close by or go often what do you think about this oh <laughs> what do you think of, if i were to build a transformers costume okay where one second i look like this mm-hmm. and then <laughs> i'm a plaid vest <laughs> <laughs> Would you wear me into the park at the end of April as a plaid vest? But you'd have another plaid vest on underneath, and then I would like transform back into like regular bricky, regular bricky, and then just rip <laughs> off into the distance. That could work. Hey, at fi- if it's fifteen percent capacity, mm-hmm. every ticket comes with a guaranteed voucher for Rise of the Resistance. <laughs> That's fair. That's true. Everybody's riding today. You haven't done it yet. Today's your day. You can ride it more. Hey, than once. Everybody gets to do it. It's a walk on. Yeah, and then because it was, I know you've been watching, and like me, we've been watching how World has been doing it. But they have the blessing of four parks right. at that capacity. So even if you don't get to. You you wanted Magic Kingdom today. Let's do Hollywood Studios instead. Let's do Epcot instead. Like there Animal was something Kingdom, else. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, or even Disney Springs. That's a it's something into itself. Oh, how dude, big it is. Gideon Cookies. I can't oh get one of those. God. I can't get one of those fast enough. <laughs> so I think though this is the. I got a question for you before we end today mm-hmm. for the free portion of the episode. But this is what I think the bad news is for everybody. Mm-hmm. Could be right. It could be wrong. But Kitty P Rocks said. That if you asked me if we had to reopen the park tomorrow, would mm-hmm. we have an AP program ready? The answer would be no. Mm-hmm. But if you're telling me we have months, we hope, once yeah. again the word hope, Always we so. hope to have a new AP system available. Mm-hmm. I think this news came a little bit too fast, mm-hmm. a little bit too out of nowhere. That's fair. I think Bob escalating it and saying end of April, I had really hoped that they would launch an AP With type an AP program. Because... Yeah. Uh, People tell me that I'm crazy. I'm like, Kenny P. Rock said it. Mm-hmm. Not me. This isn't like yeah. one of my conspiracies. This is the press. This is the press. <laughs> this, this is the Bill Shakespeare of Disneyland. <laughs> I unfortunately think that maybe this might have just been too fast for yeah. them to get that for into, play, program. into yeah. place. All right. This is my final question for you before we jump into the uh, clubhouse for members of Club 1313. 1313. What is your prediction through... My own ticket or through the goodwill of somebody that buys and adds me onto their order? Do you think? <laughs> what do you think? Do you think I get into the park on opening day if it's end of April? Ooh. 
I I want you to be in. <laughs> I really do. I really do. I feel like you. <sighs> I've been auditioning for this moment you for have, a year. You have. <laughs> I, oh, like, everyone is going to appreciate it, I think. Everyone wants to be back in. Um, but knowing you personally, knowing what you've done all this time, knowing how much you have kept this going, and I mean this as in magic and fun and a form of happiness, yeah. a form of distraction from a very, you know, chaotic world right now. I, I want it for you, like I want it for you badly, <laughs> because you know, I I your content that you produce is is fantastic, and even if you only did like the news portions and things like that, I think people would appreciate it. But you have gone out of your way to actively entertain people, which is such a big separation. Because I think there's a huge difference between a a content provider who is just reporting news only. Right. And we all want news like right. what's going on in the Disney World. Like we loved it back when the parks were open. Yeah. You know, oh there's a construction wall that oh, popped up. There'll finally be something to talk about. <laughs> <I know. laughs> but the entertainment aspect, that I think is a thing that's lacking from um a, a pretty large amount. You know, I'm very specific about who I follow if I want to see what Disney's doing. Sure. Um because I <laughs> It's just so much, and then well, you know too much. That is one thing too. Like, yeah. and hearing somebody talk about, well, yeah, it looks really good that the park's going to. I think April first. I'm like unsubscribe. I, <laughs> no, I'm out. I'm like, done. I need someone that can love it both ways, like how you talk about often. I need someone to love the business just as much as they love the creativity. I need you to be both Walt and Roy, not right. just the dreamer Walt who wanted to make it free and make everything cost a penny. And Roy's like, absolutely not, Walt. <laughs> get, like, out get, get out. Leave. Leave. You want to have it close in a year as well Fowler <laughs> kick him out kick him out Fowler just picks him up <laughs> by the back of his skull you're the muscle get him yeah, out of get here get him out of here so that's a thing where I actively want you to be there because I know that you when you go in there you will be unlike I would say oh my 90% of the people because I know you'll go in and you won't do a single attraction I'll you take will. everybody with me. <laughs> no, I mean, I will. Yeah. I'll be in there live. Mm-hmm. Like, if I get in, a thousand people get in behind <laughs> me. But I know you will, cause they're the, and there's nothing wrong with these people. There really isn't. But there's the people that are going to go in, and they're going to do what they always did, and that's going to go straight to Space Mountain, yeah. straight to Big Thunder. Great. Like, that's awesome. I miss them, too. Hey, that's what they're there for. Yeah. But... Someone that can actively live in the moment. Mark Twain. <laughs> the one thing only you will be on. <laughs> that cannon pop as Keep well. Keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> but you will be someone. Like everyone's going to get that moment, I think, on Main Street when they first get in. That's going to hit everyone like a tidal wave. Once they, so many tears mm-hmm, on Main so Street. So many tears because they're going to have cast out. We're going to be waving. Oh, like It's going to blow. Welcome home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> welcome home. Hands out. You Leave know, me alone. Wave, yeah. <laughs> He's like, don't look at me. Don't look at me. It's like just pouring out of your eyes. Just just absolute tears. But I think you will be someone that will be the one person that actively stays on Main Street. Oh, yeah. And you'll sit there and just drink in the moment that you're in. Because I think for everybody, there's going to be this big moment of like, Instagram, I'm here and I'm back. And oh, my God, it's been so long. And then I think people will just start to roll into their old routine of let me hit all these things that I've missed. And I know you are going to be someone and maybe a few others that is just not going to need to do that because you just enjoy the space as it is, as opposed to the checklist mentality of, you know, 
did it, did it, yeah, did I did it. it, did it, did it, did it, and then I'll do it, do it, do it again the following time as well. So I want that for you because you're that moment for you. I think is going to last a lot longer than the average person that is just ready to you know get back to the tiki room. God love it, but if if I got if I, if I got in on opening day mm-hmm. and I just feel like somebody somewhere will take care of this for me. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'm, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I'm going to actively try to buy a ticket for opening day, mm-hmm. but I just feel like I know I'm going to have that day blocked out. If yeah. anybody's like, yo, I put, I bought another one, Venmo me, because I don't want it for free. Mm-hmm. I, just, I just, disclaimer, I'm not asking anybody to get me in for free. I'm not asking to break the rules, mm-hmm. but I just feel like by good grace, like people took care of me for Touch of Disney. I paid everybody back, but I just feel like by good grace, I could get in there. This is probably what I would do. I have this app on my phone mm-hmm. where I can film two ways. Yeah, yeah. I remember you showing me that. We did it when we were in mm-hmm. Star Wars, so I could keep you out of many shots as possible. <laughs> I'm like hiding behind your back. I'm so stressed about you being my friend. <laughs> I would probably do a lap, hit record on that, and never hit stop. Yeah. So that I could do it once by myself, mm-hmm. but record it a real, like a real feeling, mm-hmm. but not have to be talking to a live stream. Yes. So I would go through once and do a lap by myself, capturing my reaction, but also I'm, you know, I'm filming two ways. So mm-hmm. when I edit it, you know, if I'm feeling it, I'll show it to you, but uh, you'll see everything else. And then I would probably find like a chill spot, mm-hmm. be with my thoughts, probably cry and just probably be so thankful to be there. Mm-hmm. Then take a deep breath, go live yeah. and do that same lap again, with taking everybody. everybody with me and then probably say, you guys want to end this watching me do the Mark Twain for the first time. <laughs> and when I get on that steamship, <laughs> it's over. This is what's happening with my eyes. Mark lost his brain I want but it's based off of the way you tell stories uh, the book reports you do the content you create it's a it's an it's a story that I I personally want Bricky to tell (laughs) that's I think that's the thing for me like um, I'm already imagining in my head the content that people will produce from opening day like oh I'm back I'm back and I'm eating a churro again oh it's amazing but after really becoming immersed in your storytelling and and this is like philander as the friend listening to the content that i'm not a part of right because i listen to the ones that you and i do and i kind of speed through them and kind of remember what we talked about but i really dig in i'm able to appreciate it as another person that's listening and i i personally want to hear the bricky opening day i'm back in after a year story like mm. i want that story because i've come to appreciate your storytelling I appreciate that man all this time up until now and it's a it's a powerful emotional story that i want someone that will not treat it as like i gotta get this posted because i'm in and no one else made it in because it's 15 percent. you know no. like for me it wouldn't be about fomo for me it would mm-hmm. be about archiving the history yeah and telling that story like it should be told, mm-hmm. you know, from somebody that loves it, from somebody that gets it, from somebody that missed it. Um, I feel like it'll work out, mm-hmm. but I feel like there's a lot of stress. <laughs> there's so many people that live here. <laughs> <that love Disneyland. laughs>
Hey friends, I hope you enjoyed part one of today's episode. I know it's a little bit different. I know that it's a little bit fast, a little down and dirty, but everything is going so quickly right now with the reopening of the park. The, the announcements are are coming in almost maybe too fast, almost a little bit sloppy. And being out at the park yesterday, I saw so much movement and activity going on. So I wanted to put together an episode that was about as an informed opinion as you're going to get me from an informed super fan and obviously Philander as a Disneyland employee. Although I should say not here officially doing this, you know, as his own opinions as a private citizen, but obviously our love of the park is very strong in the tie that binds us. And when we do these episodes, it's just, you know, it's not clickbait. We don't want to get you angry. We don't want to get you full of anxiety. It's like, let's just all take a deep breath. We all love this very similar. Let's break down the headlines and try to decipher where is this going? I, I find it fun. I find all the speculation to be really, really fun. To hear part two of today's episode, we have 30 more minutes for members of Club 1313. If you enjoy my content and you have the means to do so, I would love it if you would join the club. Not only do you get the second part of every episode of Disneyland for Designers, not only do you get private live streams and Zoom calls that we all do together as a true club, but you get our private Discord server where that, I think, is the value. Like I think the content... Will hopefully bring people over and wanting to support what I'm doing. I see that uh, as a big thank you and as a big value. But I'm telling you right now, let's just ignore poor old Bricky. The community is what I think that you would really enjoy the most. So if you have the means to do so, please head over to club1313.com and consider becoming a club member. Let's get started right now with 30 more minutes of bonus content for my members of Club 1313. Thank you so much for supporting the content. Thank you so much for being a member of my community. And thank you so much for being you because you are awesome seeing all of you guys together, hanging out and having fun. Um, it is so inspirational to me and I feel honored to be one of you. Bonus content in the clubhouse starts right now. For members of Club1313.com. We'll see how it goes down. All right, let's hop into the clubhouse now for Club1313 members. And before we do that, thanks for those compliments, man. I really appreciate it. No, like, I, I, as a storyteller myself, and I pride myself on it because, as as you know, people, uh, as Disneyland gets older and older, we're going to, we eventually start losing the we're losing the people that were there when it oh, started the old, the old generation yeah they're they are, leaving they're so gone the stories are becoming more important because the originators of the said story are not around to tell them so to me it's always never been about fact this fact that i'm not a fan of that at all i'm the i'm a storyteller and while people look at the job that i do and say oh you know they get you to the rides i'm like yeah that's a part of it i can do that for you if that's what you need but also i'm gonna i'm gonna give you a i'm gonna put you in a storybook while we're in here hey man my bud carrie mm -hmm. when he gifted me for the holidays uh -huh. a tour to the park he was insistent that you were my <laughs> tour guide because he somehow knew mm -hmm. that you and i would be best buds. Less scary. And man, oh man, like hanging out with you on that tour was just like, I have, like it was almost like, <laughs> forgive me for saying this. He's like, I'm, I'm taking, I'm putting myself back in that space. Forgive me for saying this. But you're like, it, does the prostitute really like me? <laughs> because I know I paid for this companionship. Uh -huh. <laughs> but I really feel like we're hitting Are we it really up. close? <laughs> I'm like, Beth, he told me his real name. <laughs> Are we really actually this close? Beth goes, uh, 
this guy loves Disneyland like you do. I said, shut up. <laughs> Egging you on the whole time? Don't you ever say that. I think he may love it a little bit more than you, Perky. <laughs> no, 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 stop, shut up, shut up. I'll show you how much I love it more than you. <laughs> All right, so let's do this. <clears throat> Free DCA mm-hmm. is running its course. I know I got to get him one more time. Well, you know what I'm doing? <laughs> I uh- I heard <laughs> you are coming. You, old Bricky's coming back. Oh, it's time to close it out. The stunt man is back. <laughs> so normally I go live on the thirteenth of the month. Mm-hmm. The Saturday is the thirteenth, which technically to me mm-hmm. is the one year anniversary of Disneyland closing. Yeah. But as fate would have it, March fourteenth is the last night of free DCA. Mm-hmm. Which I really think you know you love the website Yesterland like I do. Yeah, they are great. Any place, fantastic. Any, yeah, like. Anyone that puts that kind of dedication into the past of Disneyland and going back, like, I constantly will reference that. Like, there's no one that just has all this information stored in their head, like, constant. So I love the refresh that they give me of just kind of pouring myself back into it and and almost relearning it. Or I think we always just know the information, but finding the way to tell it, like, story tell it, I think is different. Or just, this is the way that I consume Yesterland. Mm -hmm. If you go over to Yesterland.com, fantastic archival uh, website of the Disney history. He has it all divided up. Like, if you want to know more about Main Street or Tomorrowland, mm-hmm. like he has it all divided up by park, by land, by, um, you know, shows and attractions. But I find the best way to do it is if you go up to the top of his navigation, there's a little button that says, what's new? Mm. And every time that he adds something new to an article, it gets put in what's new. And that is such a great way to just randomize because there's so much on there you don't know where to begin. Mm-hmm. And I love doing what's new. So like the last time that I read it, the Wizard of Bras of course. got updated. <laughs> and he had um, a, a couple of articles, you know, that like re- basically like kind of ads, kind of reviews that mm-hmm. like uh, the LA uh, Times and the OC Kind of talking about did. it. Yeah. Did they have the picture of that creepy wizard in there too? Well, he's, <laughs> There's the photo of the wizard that most people think was the Wizard of Bros, mm-hmm. but it was really like a uh, that is a big bug coming straight towards oh, you. It is, <laughs> but um, Bugs Land coming back. <laughs> don't say flick flyers; she'll show up. <laughs> but uh, it's it was more of like a it's a small world type character, the Wizard of Bros. Yes, in this new photograph I saw, mm-hmm. and the thing that they keep plugging is that he will tell you the story through a tape recorder. Yeah, and that was a huge deal. But I'm going to go back Sunday, and I'm going to attempt to be the last person to leave free DC. All right. And, you know, I I have to say there was a lot of people that showed up for the opening night. There was a lot of people there the first couple of weeks. I might have been one of the only content creators that went every single week. <laughs> and it was a really interesting exercise in managing expectations. Yes. Yeah. Watching a small footprint of the park kind of act as like an adoptive version of the larger part of the Mm -hmm. park. And the reason why I got on the tangent of Yesterland is like, as much as I love that website, almost all of those stories are before my time. Yeah. But this is a Mm -hmm. huge article that I not only got to live through, but I got to document through it and I got to take people with me. Yeah. Because we're also separated by distance, Mm -hmm. my bud Gary in Alaska got to see it week by week my bud andrew in brooklyn got to see it week by week like there are so many people my bud greg and and um uh john over in the two criminal islands new zealand and australia (laughs) 
You know, I don't know what their ancestors did, but I'm sure they weren't good people. <laughs> <laughs> like the Brickies were ever a proud bunch. <laughs> I know. Getting people to Disneyland with a ladder. <laughs> Great grandpa. Hey, you ever seen a Louisville ladder? That's where it started. <laughs> but, uh, you know, just taking citizens of Disneyland from around the globe and getting them in there every week. This is this is further cementing why I want you to be there <laughs> on the opening day. It's such a, like, not important part of the overall history. I know. <laughs> Like the reopening, you know, like, oh, I know. But man, free DCA, it will be something that none of us will ever forget. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people have just been so like, oh, it's cool. We will forget.